Man, for the San Diego family, ah, man, we got a lot to talk about today. Just got back from my trip. We'll discuss that at the very top of the podcast today because it was like a San Diego trip like no other. Plus, once you divorce, do you feel like you should change your last name? Like how important was it to you to hold on to yours? Because she wants to keep hers. Her ex is saying, please don't. But who's on the right? We'll talk about it today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello. How are you? This is our podcast. We're back. It's the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. And this is a a podcast that we do every single day. Today, the 11th of May, we have three principles on this show. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. All right. Well, we're back after about a week of a little hiatus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use this as a a metaphor for you. Um, And maybe you can can go go with me here. Uh, This is kind of how my trip felt this time. In case you don't know, I was in Southern California for just a few days, four days, uh, doing a little early birthday celebrations and just like I haven't been – long time, two years, a year and a half. It's been a while. So um, I, I'm going to use this as a metaphor. Maybe you can relate to this too. Like, have you ever been in a, a new relationship and everything's good about your relationship, right? And you're like, damn, like everything's seemingly they, on paper, everything's great. And then you run into your ex and you're like, damn it, man. Like, <laughs> oh, really i really miss my ex man i'm really there's parts of my ex i'm really 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 missing and maybe mm-hmm. my ex feels like it's changed it doesn't feel like at the same time when i saw my ex before maybe i should give my ex another chance i don't know now i'm conflicted mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of how my trip felt when i went over to southern california this last week man i it's 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 got me all messed up and i feel like i can talk freely on certified mama's boy uh because that's mine so (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i i spent uh four days over there and i don't know how i'm feeling about it but i I left feeling happy and sad for two Mm -hmm. different reasons number one i was really happy because and i talked a little bit about this on our uncensored podcast with jess I, for the very first time, felt like I could just go to Southern California and there was no trauma. Uh, There was no, like, I felt like all of the Channel 933 shit was over with. Hmm. I felt like all the stuff with my ex-wife was over with. I didn't (laughs) even feel like Kramer in that city. I felt like I had a chance mm-hmm. to go be just Steven. Cause I mean, most mm-hmm. people would have forgotten about me by now. You know, we, we went through mm-hmm. pandemic. The guy who was on your radio station before, <laughs> before the <laughs> pandemic, you don't even remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even, you got, you got bigger, th- you've had more important things to worry about than my, uh, my job status and my, <laughs> what show my radio stations on. Uh, and it felt very, freeing mm-hmm. to just be able to go be what I felt like was myself. Like nobody, nobody stopped me mm-hmm. and said, Kramer, you know, like I didn't have that. I didn't get triggered by anything. Cause usually like the, like the last time I went, like I literally 
I swear to you, this is no joke. And I was only there for a couple of days last time too. Mm-hmm. Is I I literally ran into the station vehicle. Like not ran into, but like it was like literally like in the same parking lot that I was in, which is like in a, a oh, grocery yeah. store parking lot. And I was like, what the hell? Like, like what are the odds? I nothing, nothing triggered me. It just felt really, really, really good. Weather was beautiful mm-hmm. for most of the time um that i was there and i just enjoyed the outside i enjoyed the friends i didn't even go see i always felt very since it was a quick trip i just felt like you know i'm only gonna make time for people that i really want to see and i because it like i said very quick and you had to basically be like an a-level friend if i was going to make time for you because Mm -hmm. i just didn't have a lot of time period Mm -hmm. so i uh, yeah, I'll, I'll only saw the people that I truly, truly, and that's not, by the way, it's, that's not discounting you, but I didn't see you, by the way. I, and I feel bad. I feel guilty by him saying this because if I didn't see you, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was just like, it was just people that I was like, okay, if I only have like 72 hours in San Diego, what do I absolutely have to make sure that I do and people I absolutely have to see? Mm-hmm. And I did it and it was really good and it was really fun and I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Here's why I'm sad is because I really do miss being there. Like I really mm-hmm. miss now that it felt like drama free, mm-hmm. man, I was like, shit, this is not good. Mm-hmm. This is not good. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like this feeling. I don't like mm-hmm. this feeling. Cause you know, I've been really working hard on just kind of building my life in Maryland. Right. And just right. really working hard on trying to get out and meet people now and, yes, you know, find things to do other than dating and just mm-hmm. try just to have a good time. And, mm-hmm. uh, God, I went back and it was just like, ugh, it just always feels like home when I'm there. I just, mm-hmm. my life just feels good mm-hmm. in, in San Diego. And, um, it's tough. It's tough because I don't really, and I don't know if anybody's been in a spot like this before, but I'd love to talk to you if you have, but I, man, like I got, I got a lot of good things going here, man. Like the radio show is going great. Podcast still going really well. Um, you know, like I, I just feel like it's the best I felt living in Maryland mm-hmm. since I've been here, which is good. I'm glad that I'm there. Mm-hmm. But I'll be damned. There's not like a piece of me that's like, God, I really miss living in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really miss it. So I don't know. That's kind of my my summary. I got a few stories, but uh, we'll get to those later on. But that's kind of my summary of the trip. Is I just felt it'll just always it'll always feel like home. And I I didn't post a picture till I left because I just I was trying to be as obviously you guys knew if you listen to the podcast I, I told you that I was going on this trip and I just didn't want to, you know, I just want to go be me for a minute. I just wanted to go be mm-hmm. me. I didn't really post any pictures like mm-hmm. Insta stories or anything while I was there. I just wanted to go be me for a minute. And I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that. I just I don't really know what that means. I guess I'm kind of coming back conflicted because I'm like, damn it, like I just am now starting to feel like I'm putting in some roots here mm-hmm. in Maryland. But God, like San Diego just feels like home, you know? Mm-hmm. Thoughts on that, Mom? Well, I think too, you're you're beginning to feel more comfortable with you. Well, yeah. And and who you are. Yeah. And so no matter where you are, it's going to feel better than it has in the past. Um, so, yeah, but I, you know, I encourage you to just keep being where you are and doing what you're doing and 
you know, make friends where you are and live your best life in Baltimore and know that if the opportunity arises to go back to San Diego, you can jump on it. I uh, I was telling a friend, one of my new one of my new friends, yoga friends here, about my time in San Diego. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I just I love living in San Diego. It was so good. And then I was like, it was a crazy couple of years, you know. I lost my job, got divorced, had all this crazy stuff with drugs <laughs> and uh, the abortion mm-hmm. stuff, and like I was just literally just like, like going through like all of like the terrible things that happened mm-hmm. to me. She was like, wait, why do you, why did you like living there again? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I know, I really can't, I really mm-hmm. can't, uh, it was like, it was fucking chaos, man. It was just chaos mm-hmm. while I lived there, but I just always knew. And part of me feels like maybe I needed that as like my home, you know, mm-hmm. I needed that. To, I just needed to feel at home there while I was mm-hmm. going through that really, really chaotic, crazy phase mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know. Like, honestly, if I was living somewhere I hated living, I don't know yes. what would have happened. Like I always, yes. at the end of the day, I knew I could always go outside mm-hmm. and the weather was going to be beautiful and the sun was mm-hmm. going to be shining. And I was going to have as much as I was felt like the, the workplace was toxic. I also felt like I had some really, really awesome radio family listeners that like supported me there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was really, I was really, really positive. Um, mm-hmm. as, as crazy as it was. So, Man, I don't know. I don't think that that I was kind of hoping I was going to go and not feel anything positive. Kind of just be like, ugh, uh, you know, same old, same old. I had to go. I ran into this person. Uh, this got triggered. And sometimes I, I'll leave. I left there and I just felt bad. I just felt icky. Uh, but I just didn't. I didn't feel that this time. I didn't feel that. So I don't know. But anyway, if I. I Thank you for all the the warm welcomes uh, when I, I posted a picture on Instagram just uh, mm-hmm. from from the trip. And so thank you for everyone that said hello and just know that I do miss you and your city is still beautiful. And I know mm-hmm. you guys have had a ton of rain and I'm thankful that you guys gave me three days, three out of four days of uh, of sunshine. So thank you for that because I really <laughs> needed to come over here and, and thaw out. Um, so anyway, that's, uh, that's the trip. We'll tell more stories kind of as uh, the next couple of days progress. I feel like the... The Yanceys are getting a little carried away on the bike situation now. I go away for a couple of days and I come back and I feel like this is getting even crazier than it was before. Hmm. Um, you know, do your parents do this where like one parent gets into something and then the next parent gets into something? It always seems to be like my dad is the initiator. My mom kind of follows along to what's next. And I saw this happening to you, mom, when um, all of a sudden dad started watching. Maybe the Braves were doing well. You mm-hmm. didn't. You couldn't tell me one thing about the Atlanta Braves <laughs> eight, eight months ago. You couldn't say a word. Uh, then all oh, of a sudden they were in the World Series. Or yeah, whatever. all of a sudden, all yeah. of a sudden, a bandwagon fan <laughs> over here. Have you watched it at all this season? Have you watched them at all? <laughs> oh yeah, we watched them last night. Okay, all right. I didn't know if you're still you're still in oh, or yeah. not. So, oh, yeah. She was all about oh, that. Man. So you watched my dad for the last couple of weeks, and he's been like totally obsessed with this bike that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mm-hmm. gas powered bar. Uh, I guess it's like electric bike that he bought. Mm-hmm. A little tricycle, right? Mm-hmm. So as I'm on my trip, my mom sends me. Uh, uh, a video because now she has also gotten a bike and I'm like, that's right. What? I'm like, what's, so when did all this happen? What is the, what's the situation? Cause I know you didn't buy one bike. You actually bought two bikes. That's correct. <laughs> what was the story? <laughs> well, you know, first of all, as you get older, you, you know, it's important to find things. I mean, we're retired and we have lots of time together and it's important to us to try to find things that we enjoy doing together. Because we're, you know, we're very different people. And so when he got his bike, I was very excited for him. And I thought, well, that's great. 
And then I started thinking, well, you know, I could go to the park with him and, you know, because he wants to ride down at the park at the end of our street. And, um, but then I thought, well, I'll be walking. He'll be long gone, you know, I mean, which is fine, but it's not really being together. So I found a cute little bike at a thrift store for $25 minus 25%. So it's wow. 18 some odd dollars. Yeah, not bad. Uh-uh. I said, oh, load that up in my car. I think that's cute. It was pink. It was cute. Mm-hmm. It fit me okay. And I brought it home. And I said, and, and he was, you know, kind of surprised, but he was like, oh, okay. And um, I said, well, let's take it over to the bike shop and have our friend John look at it just to be sure that it's okay. And let's see yeah. what, you know, needs to be done. So we did. He put it up on the rack, and about five minutes later, he goes, you can go to Walmart and buy this bike new for about $100, and it's going to cost you probably 150 to replace all the rusted cables, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. I was like, oh, that's not good. And he was like, no, and this bike's not safe, yada, yada, yada. Well, in the meantime, while he's talking to me about that, Jim is overlooking at bikes. And he goes, I think she might like this bike. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's a townie. He said, that's a reconditioned one. He said, my my brother has that. My mother has it. My sister, my sister-in-law, they're the best bikes. And it kind of looks like a, you know, beach cruiser. Yeah. And, and this particular one was purple, which Jim knew I'd like. And he said, okay, well, let's just take this one. I'm like, uh, huh. Well, how much is that one? Three hundred and fifty. Oh my God! So well, that's what happened? cheap what for happened? a bike. Yeah, well, bikes no, are ten thousand dollars. Wait a minute, that is not yeah. cheap. What no, happened? To, cheap. What happened to the one hundred dollar Walmart bike this guy was talking about? <laughs> that even sounded a bit pricey to me. I was like, oh, I don't know. I was, I was, I was sold on this eighteen dollar bike, but I don't know about the hundred dollar bike. And now it's three hundred and fifty dollars for a used bike. Uh huh. Lord, so you no. bought that one? Yeah. Lord yeah. have mercy. I'm gonna have it's zero about, inheritance. About... I've decided that, like I'm getting, I'm not getting one penny. I'm gonna owe money when my parents die, just so I can like, pay their debts off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a bill. I'm gonna get a collection, another collections bill for literally for a, a three hundred fifty dollar bicycle that probably wasn't paid off yet. Well, honey, you're gonna like this one. You can ride oh, good. it. You then can I can, enjoy yeah, it. I can, I can ride It'd my purple bicycle. It'd be in California. <laughs> yeah, I can just ride my bike, my purple bicycle all over town. So thank you for that. That's right. Appreciate it. Awesome. Put my name on. So it. we've been riding around. It's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun. So how do you think you do on a bike? I mean, my my dad. My fear is, you know, my parents. They both got bikes, and I was a little paranoid because my dad fell off like the first time he rode it. So we got him a tricycle thing, or he got himself a tricycle thing. So mm-hmm. then my mom gets a just this is a this is just a regular bike, right? Two mm-hmm. wheels. Mm-hmm. And how do you think you do on it? Because it just makes me a little paranoid. And I don't know if you guys would feel paranoid too with your parents getting on there. Like I'm glad you're getting out. I just mm. get a little paranoid about the uh, the motor skills. Mm. 
as you no, get older. I think older. I did really well. Yeah? I, yeah. I mean, the guy at the bike store said, well, why don't you just ride around the parking lot? And I'm like, okay. And Jim's like, she's got to put a helmet on, you know, and you be careful. And remember that this is the, the you know, the front brake and this is, a, you know, he's giving me a tutorial right. and I'm like listening with one ear because I know these things. And I said, okay. And then I got on, I just took off and I'm like waving as I go by on the street to them. And he's like, put both hands on the handle. <laughs> yeah because he knows better he had to learn the but hard way it, it's great i mean it's great well, it's I, mean, I, I think this is a yeah. good idea i think this is a yeah. good idea i think we have to give this a solid 60 to 90 days and then yeah. we'll see how this goes because yeah. it's still got room for error <laughs> it does it's not a foolproof system yet but i'm willing no. to Mm-mm. i'm willing to give it a chance mm-hmm. and see how it goes it's good um, we're outside. Oh, we're getting exercise. It's a good thing. I want to stand by a comment that I made last week on my flight back from uh, from uh, San Diego. I I still want to stand that I don't think that people should bring their babies on flights. Mm. And I, man, I really, really, really wanted to 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 hope this baby wasn't going to be a terror. And Uh-oh. so for y'all that talk trash on spirit. Okay. Let me explain. I flew spirit out there, right? We talked about this before I left. I, fl- I flew spirit to San Diego and it was uh, an amazing flight. I told you I paid $55 to upgrade to a for, quote unquote first class seat. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. Like it made the trip so much easier because I flew from Baltimore to Vegas to mm-hmm. uh, San Diego. So paying 55 bucks to sit like with this two seats next to each other, bigger, mm-hmm. spacious, comfier, totally worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like what? That's a, I looked at it as like, it's, that's going to be like $10 an hour for my comfort. I'm willing to pay <laughs> that, right? right? Deal. <laughs> Uh, flying yes. back, I flew Delta. Now y'all want to sit here and y'all want to talk so much good on Delta. Yeah, it was a mess, man. Like, and it wasn't even that the flight was a mess. It was the, the, the flight was fine. You get your own little TV screen. That's cool. I like that. I like that. <laughs> but here's my, I want to, I want to explain to you my flight situation coming back. So, so here it is. It is, it is, I'm in the middle seat cause you can't choose your seat. So I'm in the middle seat between two guys that both look to be ex-military um, I think they're both Air Force. So you can imagine like the shoulder situation was a little tight in between me. I'm just like, okay. Uh, <laughs> next, So the next row over, there is a baby. And I'm so bad with baby's ages. This baby could have been two days old or it could have been you know, 22. I'm so bad with like how old babies are. Uh, but I'm, I'm guessing the baby was somewhere between like six months and a year and a half. And this baby... So cute and cuddly until that flight took off. And for literally, I flew from San Diego to Minneapolis. Y'all, that baby cried uh, the whole time. And I'm sitting here thinking about this theory that I have, which is I just don't know that parents should bring babies on a plane. I Mm. really think that we've got to get to a point, y'all, where unless it's an emergency, I think the airline should have to like sign off or like the government should have to like sign off on like, okay, this is an okay reason to take your baby somewhere. Um, Mm. And if not, then your baby cannot fly. Mm. I think there should be a do not fly list for every baby (laughs) under the age of like seven, basically until your kid's seven years old. It's just, there's so much room for disaster. And we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not about the guy that was flying from, I don't think we, t- we did. I think we talked about this on the radio show. The guy that was flying from uh, Baltimore to 
Fort Lauderdale and the plane got stuck in a holding pattern and uh, for weather in Fort Lauderdale, so they couldn't land. And so this guy like freaks out. Right. And mm. this guy is freaking out because there's a baby on board. That's like been crying for hours and hours. And this guy, they can't mm. get off the plane. The plane can't land. So they eventually have to take the plane over to uh, BWI. I'm going to be sorry. I two over to Orlando and landed over there. And so the guy's point was though, is like, I don't understand. Like, yes, I'm, I'm causing a ruckus, but like this baby is causing a ruckus too. And I'm like, damn, that's a good ass point. That is a good point. Mm. Like nobody, nobody says a word. Y'all get a crying baby on the plane. Now, Jess argued this, Jess argued that you have to mentally prepare for things like that. You have to prepare mm-hmm. for turbulence. You got to prepare mm-hmm. for annoying customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you should have to prepare that there might be a crying baby on the plane, bring your, you know, your earplugs, your AirPods, whatever. And then it's your responsibility to tune out everything around you. And I say that theory literally makes no sense on any <laughs> other place in the whole entire world. Like if you're going to a movie and somebody's like talking, screaming, whatever, like you're not just going to be like, well, I guess that's what I got to do. You know, like. <laughs> It's just not, it's not how it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't, again, I don't have kids, so I don't know. And, and you oh, know, I don't, well. if, if this, if this, if this triggered you, I just don't, mm-hmm. don't message me. I don't, I don't know what it's like. All I know is like, man, these babies on planes, there's just nowhere you can go. I can't leave. I can't move no, seats. I can't even get no. away from if I wanted to. I, I'm literally stuck here for three and a half hours mm-hmm. because your baby won't stop crying. And I, I listen, it's not that I don't even feel bad for you as a parent. Because that was the argument that was on the radio show was like, yeah, you know, so don't you feel hard. bad for the parent? Sure, I can feel bad for the parent and also be annoyed. They can both, they can both be true. They can mm-hmm. both be true. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I don't know. Well, how do you feel about that? Should we ban should we ban babies? No. Like y'all y'all can ride on trains if y'all want to. And we can have like a <laughs> we can have like a kid, a kid cart on a train. And you're like, well, we gotta go cross country. Well, y'all better leave early then because it's gonna take no. you a couple of days to get across the country. No, no, no. It's so hard to fly with babies though. And know. you know, their ears get stopped up and they're hurting or you know, they're uncomfortable, they can't move. I mean yeah, it's hard. It's hard on them. <laughs> I don't know. Poor I think babies. that if I ever run for president, that's going to be one of my one of my things that changed. No kids <laughs> under seven. Once your kid, once your kid can be entertained by an iPad for hours and hours and not make a noise, then that's mm. gonna be like, it's going to be like a test. <laughs> like you know how, how people have to take like a driver's test to see if they're able to drive. Your kid mm-hmm. is going to have to like take a simu- a, a flight simulation test, and we're going to put them in a, in a like a, a fake airplane. <laughs> And we're just going to simulate all the things, right? Mm. And if they cry one time, one Mm. word about I'm scared, I'm sad, that's it. You're out. You can come back next year and try again. (laughs) And I call it the flying test. Not a driver's test, but a flying test to prove that you can. (laughs) So bad. So bad. All right. Let's get to our quote for today. Okay. So it's from Mark Nepo. The flower doesn't dream of the bee. It blossoms. And the bee comes. So to me, what that quote says is just take good care of yourself and be the best person that you can be. And the things that you need in life that are good for you and the people that you need will be attracted to you. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I believe it. Yes. Believe you take the best care of yourself that you can and be the best person you can be, and that good people are attracted to you and they'll and they'll show up at just the right time. 
Well, they waiting out there. They waiting mm-hmm. out there on these streets right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's, I guess it is. It's interesting. Like we kind of talked about at the beginning of this podcast, which is, I don't, I, I realize even like, I just, I, so much has changed. And if you've been listening to me for a long time, uh, it, it's just, it's just so much has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if, if this theory is true, then go with me here is that I used to really love, like, I, I know how to put on a great radio show. Okay. Like I've been, mm-hmm. I've been doing it for 20 years and I know it works and I can really get great ratings and I'm really proud of all the hard work that I've done to get to where I am. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized though, and the one thing that pan- the pandemic brought me was like everything around me was so chaotic the last thing that I wanted to do was walk into work and have four more hours of chaos. I almost had to like mm-hmm. use the radio as like a safe place because everything outside the radio studio, this is like mm-hmm. back when we had to wear masks into the studios mm-hmm. and like Jess and I were in separate studios, which we still are, but it was just like, we were forced to be in separate studios and I didn't like, I still had like, it was just so everything was so uncomfortable that like the last thing that I wanted was discomfort. And so when I talk about going back to California, it was interesting because I used to just, I used to put on a very chaotic radio show and it was a, uh, I, I, I would like put myself in really chaotic situations and I thrived in that because it was always really good for the radio. Right. Like mm-hmm. I always had a great story mm-hmm. and, uh, everything around me just seemed, it was, so chaotic all the time Mm -hmm. and everyone that i met all my friends were kind of chaotic everyone that i dated was really chaotic (laughs) over the last couple years though call it uh, growing up or call it you know whatever you want to call it i yeah (laughs) like the pandemic i don't know but whatever like my life just started to not be so chaotic uh Mm -hmm. or i forced it not be so chaotic. so when i go back i don't even like i don't there's just like the people that i've hung out with this last couple of days not chaotic you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Jess and I, there's very little radio drama. Like, mm-hmm. man, my last couple shows, man, it was just no, drama, was drama, drama, drama. Yeah, just like always something, always something. Somebody was mm-hmm. up upset, but it's just like Jess and I don't really get into it. Mm-hmm. Maybe once a year, Jess and I will get into it. It's very far and few because we just kind of communicate a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like things are really drama free and i feel like that like the, the more that i take care of my life mm-hmm. and kind of elevate where i am in life personally mm-hmm. it's right like people around me I, I either either the the drama ones i just don't i can't even like be around them anymore right i don't have i don't have exactly. space for it in my life mm-hmm. i don't have space and it kind of does it hinder the radio show a little bit yeah yeah it does um but <sighs> And whatever, you know, like, what do you want me to say? Yeah. At some point, like at some point, I promise you, and I don't know, I don't, it's just hard because we all have our own different experiences, but I mean, my life was just like so chaotic until just a couple of years ago. And now that I found that piece, you just, you can't, you can't get rid of it. Mm -mm. You know, you just can't, you can't do it. So. It's genuinely who you are. And that's why I'm kind of excited. Like I, I, I just. My next partner is going to be so interesting because mm-hmm. it has to be somebody that adds value to my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. It's so crazy that like my my criteria for a partner has changed so much mm-hmm. that I don't even like. 
I don't even know. <laughs> like, I don't even know it's possible. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't know. But until then. Well, don't you worry because that little bee is going to find you. No, we're going to wait. We're going to mm-hmm. keep on holding on out, y'all, until we figure mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> uh, until then, we're just going to talk about AG1. Okay. Oh, okay. It was actually really nice. I'll tell you, my favorite, one of my favorite things about AG1 is that like your regimen like, of nutrition does not have to change no matter where you are. And that's awesome because with a lot of stuff that you take, uh, it's a pain in the ass because, for example, like if you do, like, you know, if I were to take some other kind of powder every day and I was used to it every day when I traveled, it would be a nuisance because I have to bring a big old bag of it or whatever, right? So we've been talking about AG1 of the podcast now for a while. This is a daily supplement that you take. It's a powder you put in water and it's awesome. Like I started taking it for gut health and it's become so much more than that. And when I traveled, it's, you know, before I'd have to like go find a green smoothie somewhere every morning or mm-hmm. go to the grocery store and buy 10 ingredients to put into a blender. Hopefully I had a blender. If not, then it's just, it was just, not good. So now that I'm taking AG1 on the daily instead, what happens is they have these travel packs you can take with you. And it's like, oh, this is a million times easier. I just take the travel packs with me, throw them in my bag, you know, get across the country. And then my daily regimen doesn't have to change just because I'm, you know, because I'm traveling. As you're going into your summer months, you're really going to appreciate that because it's going to be so much easier for you to. And, and you know, not have to change your regimen up. And one of the things is staying consistent with this stuff. You don't take it for a week, you're not going to feel good anymore. So with AG1, you got those things. 75 high quality vitamins and minerals and whole foods, source superfoods and probiotics and adaptogens start your day outright. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens will give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. If your body just doesn't feel good, then I want you to go and check out uh, AG1. And then especially if you're traveling this summer, you can get those, those free travel packs, try them out, see how it goes on your, you know, for your trip too. And so you can kind of stay on, on board. Today also on the podcast is a app called Paired. Paired is on here today. Paired is an app for couples and it's kind of a way for you to stay connected every single day. How this works is you download the Paired app, your partner downloads the Paired app, and then every day they will send you either games or questions or quizzes for you guys to stay better connected. And um, when you do, it's it, it's just like, because there's some kind of questions that like you just don't think to ask your partner. And let's be honest, man, like life is so busy. Life is so busy throughout the week. Like nothing reminds me how busy life is until you take a quick little trip and then you get back and you're like, holy hell, I don't even know how I did this before. <laughs> Talk about riding bikes. Like getting back into work is not like riding a bike. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> This is like, ah, crazy. (laughs) So uh, I think the Paired app is really an easier way, probably the easiest way for you to connect with your partner every day. Let's be honest. You got probably five minutes to get hop on here and play one of these games or one of these questionnaires they send you or they send you um, uh, couples uh, quizzes. And so every day you got something new to connect with your partner with and you can't see their answers until you answer them as well. So I want you to try this app out for yourself. A seven-day free trial to go try out the Paired app at Paired.com slash Kramer. It's Paired, P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer. That's going to give you seven days. Try it out with you and your partner. See what you think. And then if you like it, if you're down for it, 25% after that off your subscription. So Paired.com slash Kramer. A happier relationship starts here. 
Okay, certified fans, thank you so much for your support. I'm actually in conversations right now uh, with Jeff Dollar, who runs our podcast company, about kind of revamping certified fans. Nothing that's for the worse, like you're not losing anything, but it's just going to be a better way uh, to get you more content than you're getting now. One of the bigger issues that we have right now is how to specify who is a certified fan and who isn't when it comes Mm -hmm. to like sending out content sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so we're working on a way to where I can send certified fans, extra shows, extra clips. Uh, You know, we already have the, you know, news before anybody else, but just make it easier to get to your phone versus having to go to the website and listen to it with a password. So I am working on that and more news on that soon, but certified fans are people that contribute $6 a month to the show Every month, we're trying to get uh, four new people to join. So thank you for considering doing that because it does, like I said, this this show is basically PBS. We get very little commer- money off these commercials. Uh, unfortunately, we're not like the Joe Rogan podcast or something mm-hmm. that has you know a ton of listeners where we can just make a lot of money off the, just the commercials. So instead, we turn to you and say, hey, can you just, would you mind chipping in six bucks a month? And in the turn, we'll, we'll throw you a couple of bonuses. And, uh, yeah, so if you want to help us out, you can text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, fans, to 888-Kramer8, and I would love to uh, love to get your support on that, so thank you. We do actually, so I got to figure out what happened here, because, you know, we, we were doing so strong at the beginning of this year, which is great, love it, love that. We upped our certified fans from three to four, because I'm like, man, we, we've been getting four pretty consistently, man, we keep this up. Hmm. we'll be able to get 500 certified fans by the end of the year. Not, not, not all active, by the way, they're not all active. Um, so don't think that we have that many cause we don't. Um, <laughs> but we are, uh, I was sitting here and I was like, man, we can do this. We can do this. And we started, you know, we, we upped our, um, our certified fans to from three to four. And we kind of based the budget around that now. And now I'm like, Oh my God, we literally struggled to get how many last month, mom, we may have gotten two. Maybe mm-hmm. I think we got, yeah, we got two. two people at the very end of last month. It was like, mm-hmm. Oh, we barely got it in. So I was hoping we'd come back to like, a, like 15 new certified fans. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what happened here. I think, um, our, our, we do have a new certified fan, but I think what happened was you either left and came back, but I'm going to count this as a win because we really need to get some people in for this month that we're going to be screwed. So, um, okay. our newest certified fan, which I think it's just, you just rejoined or maybe you changed credit card information. I don't know. Is Tabitha W, but Tabitha has been with us for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Like Tabitha, I know she you've been has. with us for a minute. You're actually your original. You came to us originally, and you have to kind of give me uh, send me a story, Tabitha, what happened here? Because you were actually originally with us on the, th- the third day we started Certified Fans. You joined, mm-hmm. so I know you've been here for a minute. And uh, Tabitha is from she's from Georgia, and we 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 talk mm-hmm. on social media, so I, I mean, mm-hmm. we we know each other, but I just don't know. And she's great on this fan page too. Yeah, so I don't know <laughs> if you just came back, but I got a notification like you have a new certified fan. I'm like yes, and I'm like oh it's Tabitha. <laughs> like I don't so Yay. I don't know. What happened. We're still gonna whatever you did, Tabitha. I don't know what you did, but we're still gonna give you some love today. You're yeah. technically certified fan number sixty, so uh, yeah. we will give a little whoop whoop to Tabitha W from Georgia as our certified fan of the day. Let's give her some love, mom. Okay, whoop whoop. To Tabitha W. from Georgia. Yes. Love those Georgia girls. Thank you, Tabitha. Really appreciate mm-hmm. that. And if you want to help us out and we can really do user support this month, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. 
Now we will do Ask My Mom. This is an advice segment we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you're ever going through a dilemma and you would like some motherly advice, I invite you to go to certifiedmamasboy.com and you can also uh, send the, there's a contact us button, send us, hit that, type in your dilemma, send it over this way. My mom has been a mom now for 43 years. She can give you some good motherly advice and then we as your podcast family hop in as well. So what is happening today, mom? Dear Mama Nancy, a little backstory. My ex-husband and I broke up two years ago. We have four children together. Several years ago, I added my husband's last name to my name. So all my official documents like identification, driver's license, passport, credit cards, and voter registration card have his last name at the end. There's going to be a lot of work to go to government agencies, pay for new copies of everything, and go to the bank to change everything. So I don't want to take out his last name, but I only use my birth name now. The only place I have his name is in those official documents. My ex is engaged to someone else, a guy. Yeah, that's why we divorced. They are going to get married in a few months. Our son gives me a hard time with it, but it's not that big of a deal until it's not anymore. Last weekend, we were having dinner with my ex and his fiance, and my son joked about not knowing who to call Mrs. Jacobson after their wedding. Me, his dad, or his dad's wife. I laughed, saying that I was too lazy to rush to change everything that had his name on it. My ex doesn't think it's funny and insists that this is a problem. He says there are legal issues, but more than that, it's disrespectful. He says I have to change my name on all that stuff. Now I just don't want to because he says I have to. What do you think I should do? Hmm. Well, first of all, his, his, his partner that he's marrying is going to be his husband, not his wife. And he will not be called Mrs. Jacobson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, let's just put all that out of the equation, right? Um, as far as, you know, keeping his last name, I mean, I say that if, you know, if you're using your maiden name anyway, and it's just that you don't want to go to all the trouble of changing it, I think I would change it. Um, even though a lot of people that have kids and get divorced don't change their name because they want their names to be the same as their children. So, you know, I don't know, but if it were me, I think I would, I think I would go and change it. Yeah. I don't know how most of y'all handle that when you get divorced. I know some of y'all do keep the name and I always felt like that was really, I mean, this is going to come from obviously the male perspective for a second, but I always thought that was kind of bizarre because I like like dating somebody that still had their husband's last name, even Mm -hmm. if it's for the kids, it just felt weird. It just felt like, Hmm. okay, so like, how do I fit into this like equation? Then like, well, you know, it just sounds like, it sounds sounds like y'all just, y'all just live in separate houses, but life kind of goes on, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't want to keep it, but this, listen, this is up to you. This is not about like my yeah. personal preference where I would keep my last name or whatnot. I, I mean, I, can he dictate that you change your last name? Cause I mean, here's the thing at the end of the day, you're not asking if we think you should keep the name or not. You're saying like, I, I want to keep the name. So it's not our place to tell you, should you keep your name or not? Mm-hmm. But I don't think he really has a place to tell you what to do. You know, I don't think right. that legally you have to do it. 
So right. if you want to keep your last name, keep it. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, yeah. in a story. I don't know if there's anything you can say that he can say. Mm-hmm. I just, it just, if you want to keep it, then keep it. And if he has a problem with it, oh, well. I mean, there's just nothing, you know what I mean? Like, that's his problem, <laughs> not your problem. Right. You know, yeah. if he doesn't like yeah. that, then it's just the question is, like, do you want to keep it? And for those that did keep your ex's last name, like, I, I, cause I'm, and I'm trying to think it from, the other perspective. So let me think of it from my situation where my ex-wife, if she were to keep my last name, mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely be weird. Mm-hmm. It would definitely be weird. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have any children. We didn't have any kids, but if she just like, Oh, you know, and I'm kind of surprised she did go through all that. It's the first <laughs> piece of work she actually did in our relationship. Um, <laughs> but she never uh, used your last name. Uh, I mean, she legally, she changed I mean, it. Legally, she changed it. Yeah, she legally changed it. But, but she, she identified herself by her maiden name. Right. So I yes. don't, I don't know, man. Like I just, for maybe there's some, some feedback here from somebody that's changed their last name for a partner before. Mm-hmm. And how did, how did, what was the thought process you went through? Because I also feel like, <sighs> I just don't know that you can like close the door. Like, how do you feel like when people ask your name and you're like, oh, it's, you know, and it's your ex. Again, maybe it's just that maybe y'all are way more mature than I am, but I don't know. Number one, if you're asking, it, uh, should he care the, what your name is? I mean, it's if you want to keep it, then keep it. But the question and now, the question is, should you keep it? I think most of us are probably going to say it's time to change it. Maybe even mm-hmm. for the kid's sake, just to have some. Mm-hmm. Cl- but I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what do you think? 888-Kramer8. For people that have changed their name, we'd love to hear from you. You can call a text. Certified fans will talk about it over the certified fans page. But like, what do you think about that? Is that like a, is that like a must? Is that like a must do? Uh, for those that did change it, are you glad you did? For those that didn't change it, do you wish you would have? Or how do you feel about it? 888-Kramer8. And I guess for those that did keep it, did your partner have a have an issue with that? And do they have a right to have an issue with that? I don't know. Call us, text us. You know what to do. All right, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. I love you, too. Love you forever. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alrighty, that's it. That's all we got for today. I'm going to this live music yoga thing tonight that I've never been to before. Uh, and all my yoga friends are like, we're going to go, we're going to go. This is like a month ago when I agreed to go to this. And then I was all texting with everybody today and they're like, oh, we, we can't go anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to go make some new friends tonight. Anyway, have the best Wednesday you possibly can. And we'll do this again tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.